0: Hi, this is Jennifer and Audi, and we just want to say thank you for joining our podcast vessels of his heart. Um, We hope that you enjoy this topic that we are discussing and we pray that it blesses you. Hey, everyone, we are back and we're so excited um, to be with you this week. We were gone. Last week on the 5th due to the holidays and we just took a short little quick break Um, But we're excited to be back and give you this new topic that we're going to speak about tonight And it's about negative mindsets We touched on it last time in the last series But we are going to dig a little deeper and we're excited to talk to you about this So Audi, what exactly is a negative mindset?
1: So negative thoughts include Anything as far as like negative beliefs, things that you believe or assume about yourself or about others, about other situations like going around, Um, they can be based on things that actually happen. um, But then we can magnify it or like create an assumption of something that is not really there. Um, And then what happens is that we believe it we tend to believe it. And like we touch on our previous um, episodes, it starts becoming part of our identity and how we operate, how we think, how we act, how we feel about things. Um, And it just changes completely our lifestyles. Um, And because we're talking about negativity, it makes us become a negative person. So everything that we see or everything that we go through, we the first thing that comes to mind is going to be something negative instead of looking for something more realistic or health helpful in nature. Um, so here in in the verywellmind.com web page says that um, they can affect your mood and can be present in certain mental health conditions. We see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So people that have ADHD, people that deal with anxiety, even depression, um, they tend to have um, an automatic response to negativity Mm -hmm. because that's the first thing that's going to come to mind.
2: Right.
1: Um, Which is that is like a vicious cycle that is going to feed into their diagnosis as well. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily you have to have a diagnosis to deal with negative thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Because there's some lies that we believe that the enemy placed, right, in our minds yeah. for us to not see the full potential that we have in Christ. And we talked about that, right? The most common ones are, I am helpless, I am worthless, and I am unlovable. And that's always comes from a core belief. So what happens is that Once we start feeding into those lies and believing them, it's actually diminishing who God is. So if we're believing that we're not enough, that people don't love us, what are we saying that God is speaking about ourselves? Um, So we have to be very careful on letting those negative thoughts um, consume us and guide our lives and lead our lives, because that's going to create a big
0: hindrance in your walk with God yeah that's good um and speaking of scripture so i found this interesting um first peter 5 8 i know most of us are pretty familiar with the scripture but it says be alert and of sober mind your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour um and i was just doing a devotional um like a study on my Bible app recently, and it talks about wildlife experts who actually study lions. And so it says that wildlife experts say that they believe that most of a lion's roars are only meant to intimidate its victim. Lions have small hearts and lungs relative to its body size, so it cannot chase down its prey the moment that it sees it. Instead, the lion observes its weaknesses, determine the right time to attack. When the time is right, the lion attacks, aiming for the head first, then for the mouth, Mm -hmm. killing its victim by suffocation. And so they compare it to that's exactly how the enemy attacks us, right? He studies us. He knows our weaknesses. I mean, he knows us inside and out. And so he knows our triggers, he knows our insecurities, and he will use that against us. And so he waits around till the right time to attack. And then he's going to go for the head first, just like the lion. And what is that? Our mind. Um, and then it says, mm-hmm. once he goes for our head and it gets into our mind, that those negative thought patterns, even just one single negative thought dropped into our mind, it'll make its way down from our mind into our mouth. And then that's how the lion goes from the head to the mouth to suffocate them. And our mouth represents our words, what we speak about ourselves, right? And what we say about our situation. Um, and then eventually, from the head to the mouth, he makes his way down into our heart. And that negative thought, it it just it becomes a part of us and it gets into our heart. And the heart represents what we believe about ourselves. So you go from just thinking it to then saying it out loud. And then eventually... It's what you believe about yourself. And it stems from one lie, you know, one bad thought that the enemy just drops into your mind. And so it's really, really easy to get caught up in that cycle, like you were saying of those negative thoughts and those negative mindsets. And a perfect example of it, which I've been studying too, and it just keeps popping up are the Israelites, Mm -hmm. Um, how they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years with a trip. That was only supposed to take eleven days. Now think about that. They spent forty uh-huh. years in the wilderness on a trip that was only supposed to take eleven days. Why? Well, if you're not familiar with the story, um, it's very interesting. <laughs> Go back and read it. Um, it's in Deuteronomy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, um, we've been
1: studying it by coincidence.
0: <laughs> yeah, by coincidence, but not by coincidence. <laughs> um, but um, exactly right. And so it's just, it's because of their negative mindsets. They were complainers. Um, They had a negative mentality. Everything was, oh, Moses, why did you bring us out here to die? And who is this God? And he just brought us out here to die. And, you know, just getting mad and and, and blaming Moses. And then eventually Moses got frustrated with the people, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, that's just, and that's what we do. And sometimes it's like, you know, the Bible talks about, and you know, you can hear it too. Some people in, in, in the Christian world, I guess you can say, they talk about, oh, stop going around that same mountain, you know? And um, that just means like, it's something that you deal with over and over again. Like your kids, you're like, when are you going to learn that lesson? You know what I'm saying? But until you can move yeah. that and, and learn that lesson and and get to a place where your first go-to is not a negative thought. You know, it's it's going to take time. And so um, I think that that's just a perfect example of like the way the lion looks to see where the weaknesses are and how it goes from our head to our heart. I mean, our head to our mouth to our heart, you know, and the example of the Israelites just spending 40 years and something that was only supposed to take 11 days because they didn't trust God and believe him and take him at his word.
1: Yeah. And then that reminds me of the devotional um, that I was doing yesterday that I even sent to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said, like, the wrong thinking led to discouragement, discontentment, and rumbling. Rather than resting in God, Israel rebelled against Him. Their circumstances look insurmountable because they were looking outward rather than upward. And they focus on their fr- rather than god's faithfulness and moses reminded them the lord went before you don't you remember that the lord went before you in fire by night and the clouds by day don't to show you (coughs) by what way you should go so god's promises were leading you although you were being disobedient Mm -hmm. and wrong thinkers right thinking negatively and um, a cousin, like, where is God? Like, where is he? Like, and right. complaining about everything. Um, in his mercy, and I love that he was placing them near to their heart, mm-hmm. to his heart, right? And guiding them, even in their disobedience. And there, and this is where God's mercy co- kicks in, right? Even in their disobedience, um, he was walking with them. So I love what you said. It's like, it 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 also says us here, like we have to look upward, right? Mm-hmm. We have to remember his promises. We have to speak his promises. Right. Um, sometimes we're not gonna be able to avoid those negative thoughts completely. Mm-hmm. They're gonna come, the fear is gonna come, the doubt is gonna come, the insecurities are gonna come. But what are we going to do about it? Right. Are we gonna let them um hinder us? Are we gonna let it diminish who God is in our lives? Are we gonna let it outweigh the promises that God has given us? No, we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's going to lead into other stuff. And we have seen it, you have seen it as a physician too. like, one negative thought can produce so much repercussion in your body, like Mm -hmm. physically, like Mm -hmm. mental illnesses, but also physical illnesses. Mm
2: hmm. Yeah,
1: that's how how much power one little thought can have. And then your emotions can be led by your thinking
2: mm-hmm.
1: many, many times. And there's various ways of that we can think there's maximization, there's black and white thinking, which like you get stuck. Oh, if I am, if you're not gonna give me the answer that I want, then I'm not even gonna look at you, God. That was Israel, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna give me the food that I want, I'm not even gonna eat what you're giving me. Right. That's a all or nothing and that is not the right way. What are other some um negative thoughts that you could find? Um so there are
0: <clears throat> there are so many um and you mentioned a few to begin with but so I love this book by Joyce Meyer, it's a classic Battlefield of the Mind. Um if you don't have it I highly recommend it. I know not that long ago too, she kind of like updated it a little bit. Um, But they have it for teens um, and for kids too. And so in it, I just kind of picked a few that kind of stood out to me um, as far as the, she calls them wilderness mentalities (laughs) Um, and negative minds. Mm -hmm. So one of them is allowing the past and the present to determine the future, right? So you base what your future is going to be based off of, things you've been through in the past, or maybe something that you're going through right now, you know, um, let's say somebody's in a bad situation and whether it be financially or, you know, if they're trying to meet a goal, like in their career or, you know, a physical goal, you know, if they want to get healthier in their body and, and they allow their past failures or their present, um, struggles to determine that and think, okay, well, I'm never going to make it. That's not going to happen, you know? And so, that's one negative mindset I feel like we fall um, a lot into. And then it kind of correlates with the next one. She talks about a self-defeating attitude where the devil tries Mm -hmm. to get us to focus on how hard everything is so we can give up easily. And so when, Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes I see it with my kids, especially like with my son, he's a great basketball player and it's always come easy to him. But if he struggles, you know, in an area, sometimes it's, the easy route is for him to want to give up, you know, and us as parents, it's our job. We're back there. Like, no, this is where you have to push harder and you got to work harder. Um, and she talks about using those positive um, thoughts and positive language. Sometimes you have to like talk to yourself, right? Like give yourself self affirmations, you know, every day um, yeah. and that will help you to stay positive and faithful during those times. Another one is making excuses. And so I see, I'm sure we see this a lot, you know, um, (laughs) people want to believe that other people are the source of their problems. Um, so they blame other people rather than focusing on their self-improvement or taking any responsibility or accountability for their own actions and thoughts. And so, you know, may hurt and suck Mm -hmm. to kind of look inward, but sometimes we have to do that. Like, okay, we're responsible for our own choices we are responsible for our own happiness. Um, no one else, like we can't put that on somebody else. Like it's not their responsibility. It's our responsibility. Um, the next one is pitying ourselves, you know, someone who's just constantly in self pity. Oh, poor me, because, you know, my life was so terrible and this is why. And, you know, if you stay in that pit, you're never going to get out of it, you know? And, um, that's just not a good mindset to have. Um, and then feeling unworthy, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, you know, with three main ones feeling like um unlovable, hopeless, you know lonely and and feeling unworthy and so and I feel like especially as women because we're a little bit more sensitive, you know in certain areas um Satan tries to convince us that way that we're not worthy, we're not worthy of yeah. anything good that comes our way um that we are unlikable, unlovable, but God loves us unconditionally. And so I think sometimes as women, you know, we feel like we have to have everything like perfect, you know, like the perfect life and marriage and career and the perfect kids and the most well-behaved. And that's, that's not true, you know, and we base our worthiness off of what other people think and what's going on around us. And that's very unhealthy to have that mindset. Um, And then the last one that she mentions is being envious. Or jealous of somebody else, right? And comparing ourselves to other people. And so that's another negative mindset. You know, you are the only you that's ever going to walk the face of this earth. There's, I mean, even down to your fingerprints are unique. No one has, you know, there's no two fingerprints that are alike. And so just realizing that God created you to be unique and he's placed you where you are for a reason. And, you know, you can't do what somebody else is doing, just like they can't do what you're doing, you know, and so being envious and and jealous of somebody else is just another way to you're setting up a trap for yourself to have that negative mentality.
1: I love that. And there's so many, many, many others. So we're going to make sure that we link um, in our social media accounts and also here on the podcast um, description box. um, Some other ones that so that you can start getting familiar and kind of like do your homework and say okay let me see which ones are the ones that I deal with the most mm-hmm. that way you can start kicking in that awareness and see when they're coming what things trigger them and that way when you have that awareness piece you're going to be able to substitute it with something that is truth tangible and that is the word of god if you're not aware where it's coming from you're going to not know what to use to fight, right. And, and just to push it to the side. So you need to have that awareness, know them by name and then tackle it and fight it with the word of God. Um, I want to read something very quick from a good, good book. It's called, um, get out of your head. It's by Jenny Allen. I have used it with clients and sessions, and it's just a a very good, um, resource to have faith-based. And also talking about those mindsets, um, that come from the enemy, um, or are negative in nature. And it says like this, when we are spiraling in noise or distractedness, we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through stillness. When we are spiraling in isolation, we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through community. When we are spiraling in anxiety we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through trust in his good and suffering purposes. When we are spiraling in cynicism, we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through worship. When we are spiraling in self-importance, we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through humility. When we are spiraling into victimhood, we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through gratitude When we are spiraling in complacency, we have a choice to shift our minds back to God through serving him and others. The battle for our minds is won as we focus on Jesus every moment, every hour of every day. We have a choice.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What is that choice going to look like? Are we going to get stuck, debilitated? Allow those slides to um, just guide our lives, lead our lives. How we see things, how we perceive things. Or are we going to have a choice to say, "Not today, Satan"? Right. And yeah. not saying that is always the enemy. Right. It's not always the enemy. It's sometimes based on something that is real that happened. Right. right. But we have a choice. Right. We have a choice if we're going to believe it, or we're going to stop it. Right. So how do we stop it? They're always going to come, unfortunately, right? Mm -hmm. They're always going to come because we're flesh, but that's where we have a choice to say, okay, let me see where's this coming from. I'm going to challenge this. And we talked about this in one of the episodes. Um, there are some prompts that I can say, is this helpful? How I'm going to feel about this in five minutes from now in five months from now, um, if it truly happens, if the worst case scenario happens, what's the game plan? What's the action plan with this? And I was, I was in, um, um, and with this, we're going to wrap up. I was with, um, doing like a workshop and she was talking specifically about fear, right? And she says, you have a choice to do. How are you going to respond to that fear? Fear was created by God. All these emotions are created by God. And we have a choice in how we're going to tackle it. So, or you're going to let the faith, the, the fear stop you, or you're going to let that faith activate. And for you to combat, that is your number one, you have to create an action plan,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. right? So if I have a fear of losing my job, instead of staying there and you create a plan, like, okay, so I can create, um, a different set of incomes. I'm um, just have I'm gonna become more assertive, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, create an action plan, right? So that you don't get stagnated, so that you don't get stuck wherever you are in that spiraling circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then evaluate that that negativity or that emotion that is coming in what ways is getting you stuck. Mm-hmm. And then said, like, is this what God wants for my life? hmm Is this what the Bible speaks about it? Is this his purpose and his will for my life? And if the answer is no, then you got to activate that action plan and move forward to what God is calling
0: you to do. Yeah.
1: Did that make sense?
0: Yes, it did. (laughs) That makes sense a lot. And so... And it just, and it goes back to, I think we talked about it too. Like when we have these negative thoughts, okay, yeah, we're going to recognize it. And then we're going to get rid of that thought, but you have to replace it with the truth of what God says about that situation. Right. And you got to replace it with a good thought, a positive thought. And, um, so I want to end on this scripture too, Philippians 4, 8, but before that, um, I've found recently, like, in, to me, what helps me try to stay positive, because I do tend to lean to the negative and worst case scenario too, is just being grateful. Me too. Yeah. Just being grateful and having a thankful heart. You know what I mean? And, um, like. Yes. You know, I really don't feel like waking up five in the morning to get ready to go to work. You know, I would like to sleep in, but you know what, God, I'm grateful that you placed me in this job to be able to help the community, to be able to help these parents with their kids, you know? and you have me where i need to be and i'm thankful that i'm able to provide for my family not everybody has that opportunity so once you start kind of changing that mentality from oh god i got to get up and go to work and look at these people again to mm-hmm. you know what god i thank you you know i'm i'm able to um live in a country where i mean as a woman i'm in the position that i'm in first of all cuz not you know we know in other countries women don't have that opportunity you know um and to be grateful that i'm able to do something that i love and give back to others um and so if we take the focus so much off of ourselves and on other people and meeting other people's needs too i'm not saying neglect ourselves but just giving back to others it can yeah. be something so small you know and if a neighbor that's sick just bringing them a little you know bowl of soup or a a, a meal or something you know um And so Philippians 4 8, I love this scripture and I think it just says it plain as can be. It says Philippians 4 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And then I feel like The direction that your mind goes eventually is the direction that your life is going to go. And so, like you said, it's a choice. God gives us free will; He gives us a choice. And so, what are we going to choose? We're not always going to make the right decision, but don't beat yourself up about it. If you make that mistake, it takes time, right? To if you if you tend to be a negative person, you're in that default mode. Well, it's easy to switch it, and just like you learn those negative thoughts and patterns, you can relearn and teach yourself the positive ones. And so um, mm-hmm. I think this was a great topic. I think it's something that we all struggle with. And if, like you said, if you recognize those negative mindsets, the one that you struggle and dig deeper and do some research on it, um, there's so many great resources too out there um, to really help you with that, you know? And I mean, a lot of our problems, even like you said, the and I see it all the time as a provider, like, the physical aspects that I see, you know, a lot of it I deal with kids with anxiety and depression and ADHD. And so that's definitely, it shows up in our bodies. And so just knowing that that's not what God wants for us, that's not his plan for our life. He wants so much more for us and we have all the answers that we need. So,
1: yes. And I think we should do a second part of this episode because As we were talking, you know, there's other things that you have to take care of, right? Um, A lot of times it comes from deficiency in vitamins, right? A lot of time comes from stressors that are happening in the moment, transitions, um, trauma, you know, so anything can trigger a negative thought. Like, that's why I said it's not always the enemy, right? Right. There's there's a lot of, a lot of... um, That'll be part two. What is it called? Yeah, a <laughs> lot of things that we can do, um, talk about this topic. You know, you can break it in many, many, many p- parts. But I did want to close up with this because I think if you deal with anxiety, and I'm the only reason I'm bringing it up is because Jennifer and I deal with it, mm-hmm. um, one of the negative thoughts can be from fear of something happening, right? <laughs> and um, to us, <laughs> right? Yeah, tell, well, me, tell me about it.
0: It's it's bad. It's really bad, Audi. It's bad. <laughs>
1: yes,
0: bad. <laughs> <and>
1: then- <laughs> oh, listen, we're not preaching something like S.O.S. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's so
0: true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? Because it it kind of caught a little bit.
0: we uh, preaching yeah, what? I was saying like we don't preach things that we don't experience like we're talking from experience you know we're not there yet we don't have all the answers I mean we know the right answers but we still struggle with it you know what I mean and so uh, that's why I want people to be able to relate you know to these episodes and these topics but yeah we're we're awful we're always thinking and I love it though because (laughs) when Audi is spiraling I'm there like no don't think like that that's not whatever and then like two days later, I'm the one spiraling and she has to remind me. And it's just hilarious, <laughs> but we it's do. a
1: balance. It's a balance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a bonus. So it's going to be a little bit longer, a couple more minutes longer. Um, we're not going to take long, but. If you're dealing with anxieties that make you feel that the worst thing is going to happen, right? That you're going to get sick. And because you got sick, forget it. Your, your mind made an entire picture that you were going to die or you, everything, right. (laughs) And you get stuck on it. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And Jennifer kind of brought it naturally, right? So you have to have that accountable person that you can just go to first. God always. And remember of his promises, but sometimes it's going to be hard to make that choice. And that's where you need a sister, um, Mm -hmm. your husband, someone that is solidifying the faith that will hold you accountable, that will hold you, that will bring you up and tell you, Hey, like Moses did to the people of Israel, don't forget what God did for you. Right. He was faithful till the end. Right. so again if you're dealing with that imagine yes the key, the worst case scenario and, and and then say okay so what's going to happen if this happens how am i going to feel about it what is going to be my action plan right so if you're if your fear your negative thought is coming from health issues right or fear of dying or something then create an action plan and say okay so i'm going to have a good insurance So that I know that I'm good, going to be taken care of. If I know that I'm going to get, if I'm sick or dealing with something, then I'm just going to go and follow what the doctor's telling me to do one step at a time. I'm going to do the testings. I'm going to do whatever it is. And I'm just going to take one step at a time. That is going to be your action plan. Because if you allow to get stuck, oh, I'm not going to go anywhere because then I'm going to get sick and I'm going to die. I'm not even going to fly. I'm not going to even going to touch anyone. I'm going to be like, right? doing all those stuff, you're letting these things, these negative thoughts and fears paralyze you. And that's not what God wants for you. And lastly, have that person alongside of you for me is Jennifer and my yes. other friends. And so like, have that surround yourself with a community with strong women in the faith that you can just call them, text them and say, Hey, SOS, right? That's sometimes all yeah. that we have to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then so I like, I like that idea of doing a part two, because this one with the negative mindsets, we talked about how the enemy comes against us. But part two, you know, we're going to deal with more like the physical side of it. And, you know, maybe it's coming from somewhere else besides just the enemy, and taking care of of that aspect too, especially when it comes to the physical and our bodies and, you know, Um, It's just all intertwined mental health and our physical health and our spiritual health. It's just all connected and you can't have one without the other. So I like that. So stay tuned. (laughs) You want to close out? So if you
1: can kind of summer it up, if you can sum it up, what would be the three
0: points? Me sum it up. Oh God, pressure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, spotlight. So and it's kinda of hard to pick three, but I'd say the first one, be alert. Just be aware, be alert, know what your triggers are. I would say that would be the first one. Um, the second one is give yourself grace. Like if you mess up, it's okay. Just know that you're gonna mess up. If you go down that rabbit hole again, you know, it's fine. But give yourself grace, don't be hard on yourself. And then I say the third one um would be like Audi, you were mentioning about like have someone that you can be accountable with you know someone that you know a obviously first god but a that you can trust you know that you know it's not going to judge and that's going to be there right there with you to kind of help you and walk you through and pray you through what you need to to get through you know so those would be the th- the three things just be aware of when that comes into mind of of what you're thinking about just don't let your mind wander anywhere like that's another thing too you know and and try to help yourself to focus and be like, okay, wait a second. Right, this is, you know, this is not good. Give yourself grace and find somebody that you can be accountable with for. So.
1: Yes. And when you reclaim, I'm reading this in closing. When you reclaim your thinking patterns from the lies of the enemy, you are set free to set others free. Hmm. So Father God, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us to Just talk from our experiences for what we have learned, Lord, and for what we are dealing day by day. We pray right now that every thought that comes against your word, God, will just be removed. We rebuke it in your name, Jesus. Give us the strengths. Give us the resources, Lord, and the authority, God, that you have given us to speak life in through those moments of fear, of those negative mindsets that want to consume us and want to lead us astray from you, from the purpose from the calling that you have given us, God. So allow us to speak louder than those voices. Allow us that your voice, your promises, your word, your scripture will be louder than those negative mindsets that want to diminish who you are in our lives. God, we want to be vessels in your hands, God. We want to be all that you have created us to be. So we pray that these words, Lord, may be, fruitful in each woman that listens to this podcast, God, and that it will continue to be all that you wanted it to be. God speak, allow, and bring people in their path that will sustain them, that will raise their hands when they're weak, God. And they will remember, bring into their remembrance who you are in their lives in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So thank you guys. And we will put some resources for you and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today and tuning in with us. I hope it has been a blessing for your life. Make sure you stay connected with us and our social media platforms at vessels of his heart at Instagram and on Facebook.